Welcome back. We're here, me and Derek. Damn near my co-host at this point. I haven't invited anybody else on here in a little while, but we're here. No timeouts. I don't even know what episode this is. I feel like the last time I tried to guess what episode it was, I was wrong, so I'm not even going to say it. Um, but we're here either way, you know, back, you know, it's, it's just kind of the slower time of the season, but not really actually just given the sports, you know, with the NBA starting late, ending late, and we went right into the Olympics, we went right into the drafts uh, around that same time, and now we're here pretty much at the end of free agency, so I think it was a great time to kind of get together uh, with Derek and just uh, kind of go over the, the overall landscape of free agency, um, you know, I think a lot of teams got better. I don't think too many teams got worse. Some teams probably stayed the same. Uh, that probably needed to get better. Uh, a couple teams that I'll get to later, like the Pelicans. Um, but, you know, we'll start with the team that I think isn't necessarily the favorite overall, because I think that's the Nets. But I think the Nets are kind of boring and kind of obvious. Um, but the most polarizing team, you know, the Los Angeles Lakers, we'll start with them. Uh, you know, they got Westbrook. You know, last time we talked, they, had, they did that, but they didn't have Kendrick Nunn yet. Um, you know, so he signed since our last pod as well as uh, somebody else, I think. But Kendrick Nunn, I guess, being the most notable. But, you know, resident Lakers fan. THT. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. They re-signed THT. Um, yeah, so I don't know. How are you feeling about the team? I'll say off the bat that I'm feeling a little bit more confident about the Westbrook situation with LeBron. Um, you know, we kind of went over it, like, regular season versus playoffs. Uh, I think it kind of depends on how you look at it, but but I will say that I've seen a different perspective on, a perspective on it that I think has helped me kind of come around on it a little bit more just as a basketball fan in terms of, you know, if you're getting a top 10 LeBron, you know, he was, you know, what, leading, if not top three MVP candidate before he got hurt uh, by Solomon Hill. If AD is healthy and it's top 10 as well, you have two top 10 players similar to the same formula that they, that they had when they won the championship in the bubble. But now your third best player is Westbrook or your starting point guard is Westbrook instead of Rondo or Schroeder. Like, I mean, you know, Westbrook is better than those guys. So theoretically you would, you would say that the team is a lot better than even possibly the title team, you know, at least, you know, from an overall perspective. Now, are they going to play the same defense with Westbrook? I'm not sure, but you know, they got Dwight back. There's no Andre Drummond in the way. Um, you know, they got a lot of role guys. I don't know. How, how you feeling? I'm, I'm starting to sadden, saddenly feel better and better about the Lakers as time time goes on. What do you think? Um, uh, <clears throat> well, I'll just say on my show, when, when all this was breaking, I was, I was kind of at a loss of words. I don't know if, it, if people could tell that, <laughs> but I, I just didn't know how to feel. Um, I've witnessed the Lakers accumu uh, accumulate talent. Everybody talks about the 04 team, but you also got to talk about the 20. 12 or 23. My favorite, my favorite Lakers team. The, the Dwight Howard. The best this Sports is, Illustrated cover of all time. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> my favorite. Those are the golden years. Those, those are some of the happiest years of my life. Oh, um, it was. I'm not lying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, it was a great time in my life. I had just graduated high school. I was, going in, I was in college, a freshman. You know, freshman year was the most fun. The Lakers were ass. The Spurs were great. <laughs> Sophomore year was, was the best year of college. Well, either way, 2014, another great year. Ring. I'm going to say it. Those were the golden years. Golden years. But please continue. Um, I, I will say I, this team, like, I, the more and more I think about it, I, I don't compare them to that 2012. I, I don't think I ever compared them to that 2012 or 2013 or whatever year that, that exactly was. It was always more of the – fun. 
it was always the more of the 04 <laughs> team, which like was a good team, didn't make it to the finals. Um, right. That's fair. I will say, you know, it definitely feels more of that way with the mellow and, you know, Westbrook. I'll say this. I've definitely come around on it because I think you, other people, and especially you convinced me when you said, like, Westbrook raises your floor so high that you're not going to be but so bad night in and night out. Like, you just can't. Right. We could talk about his decisions down the down the stretch and his playoffs decisions and, and this and that, but he took the Wizards to the playoffs. <laughs> like that's I mean, I mean facts that's that's look you know what I'm saying and, fact. And there was he, like a month or like month and a half stretch well, they were the hottest team, team in basketball he had that team on his back yes yeah, so, now were they playing defense no but they were getting dubs yeah and I'll get to that so like during the regular season we know AD is is you know uh uh Mr. Plastic Man and LeBron is 39 years old <laughs> at this point I don't care if he's 37 he might as well be 50 you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he's just not gonna All play the minutes. Yeah, he's just not, you know, he's just he's not gonna be 20, 2008 LeBron every single night. But Westbrook is a tank and he brings it every night. And you just can't be that bad if you put server like no disrespect to the Washington Wizards, but the players that he has on 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 the Lakers this year are better than the players he had on Washington last year, outside of the glaring Beal and you know, maybe you know, Rui and you know, some other guys. Right, but right. he's not playing with, you know. No disrespect to the Wizards. He's just not playing with them, you know? So, right, right. I mean, I I do come around from that point. Like, Westbrook is going to just make us so much better night in and night out. And, you know, he's going to put that battery in 80s back who needs all the batteries in his back that he can get. So, I mean, definitely from that standpoint, I've come around on the Kendrick Nunn thing. Like, I wasn't sure how I felt about that at first, but scoring guard off the bench can create his own shot. So, you know... It is what it is. I, you know, I like it. He's young, you know, has some history of AD as well. They're both from Chicago, so I'm pretty sure they played some, you know. I would assume maybe they have played some ball together. I don't know. Just because you're from the same city doesn't necessarily mean, but I, you have. But I, I think I've read a little bit of his story, and, um, you know, I think he, he he's, he's a friend of AD. So, you know, that works. It's just the defense. I just don't know who plays defense on this team. Um, it's not I mean, Russell look, Westbrook. well, it's going to be Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is going to have Anthony the Davis defensive team Howard. on his back. Yeah. Well, well, that's the problem. It can't be Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard because I don't think that there's a realistic lineup where AD the, is not the center with Westbrook on the court at the same time. I don't want Dwight and Westbrook, Westbrook being two floor spacers for AD and LeBron with one shooter. Like, that's just not – Well, I mean, maybe maybe Dwight is on the, on the floor with Kendrick. I don't know. But – that's what Frank saying, Vogel, like, who got a, an extension to figure out. He, and until he hires me on the coaching staff, I well, I'm, I am going to figure it out for myself. But I'm not telling him what I, <laughs> what I figured it out. He's going to have to pay me for my services, Frankie. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, defense. But in – we could hint at this later uh, on, on my show. But, like, you don't really need defense in the regular season if you're the Lakers and you can – theoretically just on paper looking at it right now this all can change of course when they play actual basketball and it, it if we figure out it doesn't work if it doesn't work but you don't need defense if you can you know if you got lebron james anthony davis and russell westbrook as your three best players you know if you could put up 110 plus points and you know you could just slow people down enough they're gonna you know, LeBron James is smart enough to pick and choose when he needs to get a stop and all that stuff. Anthony Davis is a good enough defender. You know, Russell Westbrook, both that veteran savvy of like, I'm a, you know, play hard now or whatever. He plays hard all the time on the defense, man. So, like, 
the defensive thing is more of like me and you looking forward because they're obviously this team's goal is not to win 74 games. You know, they're, they're team, they, they're trying to win a championship. So the defense comes later down the line when, of course, you're facing the Clippers. The, well, the Clippers are not going to have Kawhi, but the Nets and, you know, all those other guys. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you know, speak, but speaking of defense, and this is, this is the last, the big question and the last thing I'll say on the Lakers because we have a lot of teams to, to touch. Um, is, you know, we talked about the floor thing. You know, I, I brought it up before. You bring it up now uh, in terms of Westbrook raising your floor in the regular season. Um, but then I also said, you know, come playoff time, is this going to be interesting if you're relying on Westbrook in that way in the regular season? Uh, theoretically, he'll be putting up probably the equivalent amount of shots uh, as a LeBron or AD or close to it. You know, it'll be, you know, pretty even shot disparity, I think, um, if, if you're using Westbrook as a high usage guy to raise your floor in the regular season. Can he then become a, a totally new player in the playoffs that has a way less usage rate to well, allow LeBron and AD? Because I don't think that you're winning a championship if Westbrook has an equivalent usage rate as LeBron. Like, you need LeBron to have the ball in his hands way more than Westbrook the last, like, five minutes of a game. You know what I'm saying? Game six. I don't want Westbrook near the ball if LeBron James is on the court. That's just a fact. Like, all I need you to do is play defense and finish. Like, you need to be – uh you know, a better version of Caruso damn near, you know, like I don't need you being superhero Westbrook that's raising my floor come playoff time. So it'll just be in my, in my opinion. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, can Westbrook become basically a player we've never really seen him become before. Well, it'll be interesting what, what his actual usage will be in the regular seasons, because I'm assuming his usage is going to be fairly medium, I guess, to high on days where LeBron James doesn't play which, you know, might be more – might happen a little bit more this season on days when Anthony Davis is hurt, which you got to pencil in about 10 to 15 games. Um, but let's say they play 65-ish, 50 to 55 to 65-ish games together, healthy, like that, those three. I would assume that his usage rate in those games – especially coming down towards the end of the season, like you would want to like mirror what it's going to be in the playoffs, I would assume. I mean, I don't know. I, that, that's I, how I would that, think that, of that'll it. Be, that'll be a new – it'll be a new Westbrook is all I'm saying. If that is the case and you want it to be – I'm just saying in, the playoffs. in game – in those games, even if he's not necessarily highly being used as, as far as shots and all that, just his intensity and like – simply him just crashing a board and getting an offensive rebound that he probably shouldn't get, you know, that type of stuff just raises your floor to get you extra shot. No, for sure. I'm just saying that we have never seen Russell Westbrook not take well, we've never first seen him or as a third second option. most shots. Okay, that's my point. So how is he going? Can he be a third option now? That's my point. Well, Can LeBron he adjust James his game told me that him with be- Russell Westbrook and uh, Anthony Davis <laughs> met at his house or somebody's house and put their egos aside. So, Well, I mean, that's fine. That's easy to talk about now. LeBron and, James and also told me he, he could put his shoulder, the team on his back on his shoulders, and that's what his shoulders are carried for, and we lost in, in game six. So, I, you know, I don't know. What so, the, that's what I'm saying. LeBron says a lot of things. We can go down LeBron's Twitter timeline, and he says a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I would I would have to assume uh, this is this is my honest opinion though. I'll just say I would have to assume if you're Russell Westbrook because you're signing up with this team, you have to know you're the third option. Like this is not I'm Russell Westbrook. Uh, not I, that I he, don't know. 
Nah, bro. You have he, to. He might think that right now, and then you know Anthony Davis having an off game, and Russell Russell's like, all right, I got to step up. Oh yeah, listen, that's well, fine. And in, in those games, it's not fine, fine to me. No, no, it's not fine wait, to me. I think, but okay. So my my opinion is this: in those games where Anthony Davis doesn't want to be aggressive, and it's going to happen, I'm perfectly fine with Russell Russell stepping up. He just needs right. to know that. No, he just so, needs to know so, that. So he's shooting 28 percent from three. Shooting I mean, five threes a well, game. Stepping, listen, stepping up and shooting threes are two <laughs> different things. Well, look, but that's I'm, his version of stepping up. That's how he well, steps up. Listen, LeBron, that well, LeBron's leader. He needs to, to talk to him, have a meeting at his house, and tell him not to shoot threes. Well, but, all right. Well, that'll be the first time that happens too. That's what I'm saying. It'll be a lot of firsts. It'll it will be, but out. I'm it'll saying that's fine. If if those games that he wants to step up, that's fine. You just have to know that, like, you have to be able to compartmentalize. Excuse me, I don't know. Why well, I had a trouble saying that. Not not editing that. Not editing. That. <laughs> you have to be able to um, do that and, uh, and like say, okay, like you needed me this game, but when we go into the next game and Anthony Davis has back, now I'm going back to my role. Like it can't be like every night. Oh, Anthony Davis had a bad game tonight last night, so now all of a sudden now I'm thrusted into the number two role permanently. It, no, listen, no, we'll, look, we'll see that, but I just feel like if you sign on the dotted lines, at you know. Like you have to know, like you're not LeBron James, and you're not the future of the team. You're not Anthony okay. Davis. So where does that put fine, you at? That's one plus one equals two. <laughs> he has to. Okay, he, but well, I will say this about Westbrook. In terms of why I'm waiting to see is because and, you know, for sorry to cut you off, is, everybody has said that he's a all accounts that he's a great teammate. Yeah, it's so a, that's it's part of being, being a great a, teammate. You know what I'm saying? No, Knowing your role. No, for sure. But I also will say, and the, this is the last thing I'll say, and the reason that I'm hesitant. Uh, in some respects, is because Russell Westbrook's basketball IQ can be very low at times. And I think this is a prime basketball IQ situation. Having Not necessarily being about being a good teammate or being a good person. I think it's about having good basketball IQ, knowing when to pick your spots, knowing what your team needs from you each night, especially in the playoffs, especially in five minutes or less games, you know, game six, game seven, oh, whatever. Yeah. We'll see that. And, yeah, that's... so that's what I'm saying. And he's had but, low, and I think we can agree he's got low basketball IQ. hundred percent. So that's my only. That's my. When only we get concern. to, the, but when we get to the playoffs, that's. I don't know if Le, I don't know if LeBron can fix that. Well, hopefully LeBron has the ball in his hand, so he doesn't. Have, that's that's his. Fixing. Well, but we'll see. Because that, when Russell Westbrook gets the rebound off the off the defensive rebound, is he passing it to LeBron or is it bringing it up himself? Well, that's complete. I was talking <laughs> more specifically about the regular season. You just know it. Now, no, when we well, get to the playoffs, you know, that's what I'm saying. I think at this point, I think the regular season will be fine. Like I think, I think. The only concern is the playoffs. I mean, when, and when you're the Lakers, that's usually how it goes. You're only you only really care about the playoffs anyway. You know what I'm saying? Y'all were the seventh seed, but if y'all had won the championship, who gives a fuck if you're the seventh seed? You're the Lakers, you won the championship. But the season was disappointing, not because you were the seventh seed, it's because you lost in the first round. So I think the the discussion really needs to be about the playoffs at the end of the day, especially as the Lakers. So, I mean, and that's just my whole point. Come playoff time, come five minutes to go, three minutes to go, 30 seconds to go. Where's Russell Westbrook's basketball IQ going to be at? Because I've seen it time and time again. He's had the, the most talented team on the court. I mean, I can't think of another player who's really played with as many superstars as Russell Westbrook at this point. And you know what I'm saying? At some point, you got to look, uh, why, why hasn't this worked out numerous times? A lot of times, it's because his basketball IQ isn't always there. So it'll just be interesting to see if there's a LeBron effect or something that can then shift it around. But either way, I mean, I'm here for it. I think it'll yeah, be interesting fine, as well. Yeah, that's now, good. but he has to know he's the, a third option. I, I don't think I, I mean, can't. I well, can't buy. We'll see. I'm, I'm making I'm making no assumptions. That's all I'm saying. I'm making no assumptions. <laughs> now, in terms of other teams, because I don't even think you know we talk about the Lakers. You know, mainly you know because you're a fan, but also because they're interesting. But 
I don't think that they are the favorites to win it all. I think that's the Nets. Would you agree? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I don't even want to talk about the Nets. I think this is segueing me into another team in the East. Uh, the team that actually won everything, the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, where do we stand? Because I, I think the Nets, I will say just quickly, go without saying for those who have been paying attention, but for those who haven't, you know, they signed Patty Mills. They drafted Cam Thomas, who is a great scorer out of uh, LSU. He's leading the uh, summer league in scoring, which is crazy, you know, to be the 29th pick and you're on the Nets doing this. Like another great guy just to come off the bench and just help your bench a lot. Like I said, they signed Patty Mills on an affordable deal. They brought back uh, Bruce Brown. Like, I think that, like they're stacked. As long as they stay healthy, they're stacked. So I don't even really want to talk about them that much because it, they brought back Blake Griffin. Like, it goes without saying. But the Bucks, you know, they re-signed Bobby Portis, lost P.J. Tucker. You know, they got George Hill back. Um, I think they might have signed one other point guard or no, another guard. I forget. I know they have Dante DiVincenzo coming back. Um, I don't know. Where, or where do you That's see neat. them or where do you – yeah, well, okay. Anyways, uh, or, and not and not even just not even just them, but just like the Heat hierarchy after the Nets. You know, obviously we're gonna pencil in the Nets at one, um, but where do you see the rest of the East um, after all these signings? You know, you know, we still got Philly out there with Ben Simmons roaming around. Uh, you know, it's a joke. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people, are, the, the Hawks are still around. The Bulls are still all around. All right. All right. All right. They're around. I'm just saying they're around. Yeah, they're around. I mean, th- those cities are on maps. <laughs> I'm a big believer in the uh, the Miami Heat. Oh, that's right. That's that's the team I was. I knew I was forgetting somebody. I'm a big believer in Heat culture. Are I'm you? Uh, I, I mean, I bl- look. I'll say that they could be any team in a fight. I, I'll go with. I'll say that. That's for sure. I I think PJ Tucker fits. Of, they got a bunch of dogs. I, I think PJ Tucker. I just, people laughed at me. My man laughed at me when I said this. I said that he missed Jay Crowder because they replaced him with Trevor Ariza. And Trevor Ariza. Now that's a fact. That's a fact. Now Trevor do I Ariza think PJ Tucker threes. is? Now do I think PJ Tucker is as good as Jay Crowder? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's an ample replacement. Um, defensively, I, I, hits the corner three, plays good defense. I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't. Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder on offense is a hundred times better than PJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm a hundred times. His, yes, but I'm saying for the role that they're probably going to use him in, like it's a, it's a much better replacement than Trevor Reza. I get the Trevor Reza on paper; it looks the same. And this is no knock on Trevor Reza. I'm just saying, like, uh, they definitely miss Dre Crow- Jay Crowder, who might be the streakiest shooter in NBA history. But when he's on, he's on. Um, PJ Tucker is going to add that toughness, that defensive, and, and for who you're playing in the East, who you need to guard, like nobody can guard Giannis, nobody well, can guard KD, but like I must say, yeah, PJ Tucker sure can. I mean, it's it's better than throwing out Ariza, <laughs> like I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's also no disrespect to Trevor Ariza. It's just you know, it is what it is. It's it's more comparable, and then you know, you got Bam. Who you know does actually does a solid solid job. Uh, he actually does. If there's one person who guard guard Giannis right now, it's yeah. Him. So then you you know I'll you, say that you give him different looks. Then you got Jimmy Butler who just does a little bit of everything. And then Cal, I mean I I just like the team. Um, Look, they got a strong starting five. I mean I will say everyone talks about how old the Lakers are in Miami. They're old as hell. Yeah, they are uh, definitely uh, old. outside and, outside of Bam. And they're and they're also the all NBA on the floor team. Like all those guys hit the floor a lot, and they're old. Kyle Lowry, uh, uh, Butler, um, mm-hmm. PJ Tucker. So like, 
hey man, you keep hitting the floor at 30 plus. <laughs> <laughs> like not, I ain't seen nobody who beat father time and and physicality. So um it'll be interesting, but I just like to see them. I definitely think they'll probably be around the two, three range, probably two. I mean three. I'll give respect to the Bucks. Um they've earned that. Um and then after that, um I guess Philly and Boston would be just battling it out for four and five. I, I uh, idealistically, I guess I don't. You know, I, I'm still waiting on Philadelphia to make the move. I don't believe in Philadelphia in any in any way, shape, or form. Um, uh, I guess my oh, football wow. team. But how, how would you feel about how either, would you so? How would you feel about the Sixers if they hypothetically traded you know Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, some picks, blah blah blah, and got Dame Lillard? Um, I would honestly in. To, to be 100% honest, I'd have to look at the rest of the roster. Let me pull up the rest of the roster on my phone. I would, you know, I would, you know they still have Tobias Harris. Uh, They'd still have, uh, you know, Korkmaz, maybe. Doc Rivers, Tobias Harris, playoffs. Eh. I'm just saying, you know. Decide, I would, you know. I would to, to answer your question on a serious note and a joking note, I'd feel 100 times better as long as Ben Simmons is off that roster. Uh, no disrespect to Ben Simmons, but also disrespect to Ben Simmons. Um, <laughs> but I would have to, as serious title contenders, like you put Dame on the team and definitely like him and Embiid, like one two punch. I definitely see it. But if we're being like 100% honest, I, I do actually would need to see the rest of the roster. And I'm looking at that right now. And they still have Seth Curry, Gary Clark, Embiid, Danny Green, Tobias, George. Well, this might not be updated. Yeah, they don't have George Hill. This is not updated. Sorry, the NBA they, app. NBA app has not <laughs> updated itself. Okay. Um, I would feel a lot better without Ben Simmons in the roster. And I, I would just caveat, like, give me, give me a minute to look at the, the Lester of the team. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that was, was the real question is, how would you feel? How much, oh, how much of a gap better. would you feel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 100, 100, if they took out better. Ben Simmons Listen, and added a real – They took out Ben Simmons, they added some real players, and they just got serviceable replacement guys that just don't suck. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you got to get the Robert Ory of the role players. Like, just get guys that don't suck. Yes, I, I'm 100 times better. They they catapult into the uh, – and B stays healthy until battling out with the Philly, Philadelphia in the 2-3 range. Um, I mean, the uh, heat in the, in the three range. Um, and that would probably, I should put Boston at four. And then the rest of the East. Really? Uh, would, you put, would you put Boston that high? They didn't do anything. Um, they're going to get. I mean, are you, would you put them ahead of the Hawks? Yes. Really? Based on what? I think I think the Boston Celtics are better than them. As, as it pains me to say that, I think they're better. I think I'm, the just Hawks, saying, I'm just, I'm I just saying, Hawks, based on what? I think based on them getting Jalen Brown back, and I'm going to assume that Jason Tatum. I'm going to assume Jason Tatum takes another step forward. Um, I'm not even sure the Celtics are better than the Bulls. I, I'm I'm listen. I, I'm a Laker fan, so it's pains me to I'm say. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not sure. Assume, I'm just not I'm, sure. I'm unsure. I, I'm also a, a little bit. You know, like I said, I think the Hawks they caught lightning in a bottle. I don't know if that's happening again next year. I don't know. I'm just saying that's, the, the that's my hot take. Didn't, I guess that's the hot take. I, that's my hot take. I don't. Yeah, I mean, they, I'm not, they I'm got not a deep all, team, though. I'm not all in on on the hot. Like, could they make? Are they going back to playoffs? Yes. Could they make another little like noise? Will it be fun to watch? Yes. I'm not sure they make that cute run again. Sorry, just not sure what happens. 
could be wrong. Yeah. Like I, but that's I fair. I'm just, I don't know. know. I just, I just don't think this. I mean, the Celtics, they just, they didn't add. They, the only person they added was Dennis Schroeder. Hey, I'm here to tell you, Dennis Schroeder, six man of the year candidate. I, I, I still believe that he could be that type of guy. Well, they need him as starting point guard. He's just so not a starter. Yeah. So. Well, he's a starter for them. Well, well, also, <laughs> also, I will say, I will say this. I will say this, and I, I stand by it. Dennis was good all season until, until he got hurt. hurt. Until he got hurt and he got COVID, or he went into COVID restrictions. I don't know what happened, and, and then and then he turned down the eighty. Even when he immediately turned down the money, it, everyone's like, "Oh, it's crazy." But he was playing a very good basketball at the time. I remember because him and LeBron came back at the same time. And everybody was like, oh, LeBron's back. And of course, I was like, yes, LeBron's back. That's great. But I was like, it's also very important that we have Dennis Struder, somebody who can handle the ball and score, coming back. Now, once he came back, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know don't know what type of COVID he had. Don't know what Monstar got in him and took his talent. But it was, it was downhill after that. But for what, I roughly... Uh, we had a short season last year, so I guess fifty-five-ish games. Like he was good, so no, no he was. If you get that, then it's maybe I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um, the real team I want to talk about in the East though is the Knicks because they got Kimball Walker and New York City point guards playing for the Knicks uh, don't yeah. work out, and I, I, I can't. Derek Slander hour loading. Yeah, I can't wait for it to blow up in their face. Oh my gosh! You say this now, you got Wesley Westbrook on your team talking about shit blowing <laughs> up in your face. Yeah, but we're the Lakers. At least we have, we have a championship in every yeah. decade. The Knicks, the Knicks are gonna tell me all this is gonna happen, and they tell me about the '74 Walt Frazier, '73 <laughs> Walt Frazier. I, I mean, the Knicks are listen. It's all you know. The Knicks are it's you know the same. The NBA is better when the Knicks are good, and it's it's fun and all, but it's also. Fun when they get good and then they're they never get on the hunt and we can slander them. Um it's just funny to me that they signed Evan Fournier and 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 um and uh Kimba Walker and they all, you know, the Knicks are gonna nick. You know, no no disrespect to Kimba, but you know, it is what it is. I'm not and people were like, Oh yeah, it's gonna get scary hours. And people are like, How is it scary hours? You don't have one all-star on your, or a superstar on your team with you know, shout out to Julius, but he's still not a number one option. I'm not sold on that. Great season. Last year, Lakers draft very well. I'm not sure he's in the positive right now. He's not number one option, but they should yeah. make the playoffs. So you know, that no, should they be, should. Yeah, that should be good. No, they, and they got yeah, I mean, Rose well. Right. I don't know. It's a, the East is kind of deep, but we'll see. East got a lot. Of, got a lot of teams. Well, they may, I they said they should. I didn't. You know, I didn't say well, they anything. might be a. They might be a playing team. So well, that's fine. If, as long as you make it, we'll see. Demar about to put the Bulls on his back. Uh, the Bulls are the Bulls, listen. The Bulls have talent. Like it's not. That's what I'm saying. You know, crazy. you know, sneaky. You know, super sneaky. Still is gonna be the Wizards. They're still gonna be sneaky. I don't know. Or, or they also could be very bad. But I think yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. They're, if super, I see they're the, super deep. The vision. They're super. Where, where they're is, super deep. Where's Gordon Hayward at? I'm, I think I. The Hornets. He's still okay. Yeah, he's I, still with the Hornets. The Hornets, another sneaky team. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, that that might be my sneaky team then. Uh, more than he's the still Wizards. on the Hornets year two, Lamelo. Hey, look, I'm just saying the the Wizards got better. That's all I'm saying. They made the playoffs last year, then they got better. I think as a collective unit. I know we just talked about Westbrook racing your floor and everything, but I do think that they like a lot of depth. Coos, they like a lot of depth. Coos unleashed Liddy in the city. Coos, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Coos, Coos, an untrained pit bull. 
You know, I mean, I take it back. I, I can kind of see your vision there. I um, Contavious is, is is a solid role player. Montrez. That's what I'm saying. They got they like, got solid. Yeah, like, especially Montrez. Yeah, I, I Spencer see. Dinwiddie very sneaky. I mean, Brad Beal still giving you thirty. Yeah, still yeah. got Rui. They got maybe that Denny guy, you know, they drafted. Turns out to be something. I, actually, they drafted that uh, Corey Kispert from Gonzaga. He's Kispert. a shooter. Yeah. Kispert, he's a shooter. You know, Bertans is still floating around. Thomas Bryant coming back uh, on Tony ACL. They got a lot of players. I was I was a Bertans believer, and then he he didn't. So, he didn't believe. He didn't show me much. Last yeah, no, nah, he no. Nah, I mean, look, the, now the year before last, he was knocking that shit down. Oh <laughs> but, yeah, oh yeah, crazy. But as soon as they signed him to that contract, I was like, yeah, y'all are about to be disappointed. He's good, but he's he's not that good. And I, you know, and oh and no, they, they definitely overpaid. Fan. They definitely overpaid him. But I would have signed him, just not that much money. But you know, that's that's Washington sports yeah. period. Except but, for the but, Nationals, they don't sign anybody but, any type of money. Right. But he was. But and Bertans was bad last year. But they had to play him. They didn't have anybody else. They could bench him and never play him if they really wanted to. Now, hypothetically, I'm just saying they're well, that deep making, now. Yeah, he's making well, Yami Mahimi money. That's what I'm saying. But they look. Eventually, they had to bench Yami Mahimi too. Bench him? Did they? They never played him. I, mean, I don't. I don't even remember uh, him playing to get bench. He played like he a little bit and got him, kept getting hurt. Yeah. Well, either way, <laughs> you know, in. sometimes <laughs> you gotta put that. You gotta put that money on the bench. Sometimes you gotta eat it, especially when you're the coach. Especially when you're the coach, you didn't sign the guy. He's been bench on. Yeah, no, I hope he's doing well. In I still, life. I, I still, I'm sure he's doing great. And that, that check, I'm sure he was saving. He knew that was a flash check. I'm sure he was saving. I call, him, I call, I still call him Ian. He didn't deserve Ian. I don't, I don't know if his name is Ian. <laughs> Whatever it's I feel like calling him that night. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a, he's that legal, legal robbery. I'm not mad at Black man, get your money. I'm not mad at. Um, I'm not mad at it either. I don't know. We got any final. Any uh, final standout things? Any I'm, particular signings? Um, I don't. No, uh, just a bunch of extensions came through today. I noticed. I'm still very interested to see what the Warriors do or if they do something. Um, I don't think. That, I think they're going to run it with the team they got. I don't know what the T Wolves are going to do. I saw that they traded for. I guess maybe the big thing is Patrick Beverly. On, I mean, Kawhi resigned. Beverly is on the move. Well, and well that was a surprise to me, but yeah. I just, you know, Jared, uh, the Timberwolves. Just, just a lot of moving pieces between the Memphis, the Clippers, and the Timberwolves. I guess uh, very surprising that the Clippers think Eric Bledsoe experience 2.0 is going to uh, turn out any – he was on there before, right? He, he, he was – yeah, he was there with uh, – he was Chris Paul's backup. They were, they were right. good when they had him, actually, low-key. That But that was back when he was young and, like, super athletic. I mean, if I'm the Clippers, I think that helps them. I mean, one, it helped them cap-wise um, a little bit because I think Eric Bledsoe's on an expiring, and they could use all, you know, the, uh, you know, cap space they could get. But I think would also help them with that, and the reason why they did that is because I think they had too many guys. Um, so just trading essentially two guys for one now opens up more room for Terrence Mann, for example, to get, like, more consistent minutes throughout the whole season. Maybe they maybe they want to – uh, give Luke Kennard more minutes. Um, either way, you know, I, I mean, they just had a lot of guys who were very mid. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like a lot. Of, and they were all the same position. So I think that's – and then, you know, and then maybe Eric – best case scenario, talent-wise, Eric Bledsoe is better than Patrick Beverly and Rondo at this point. So maybe you luck up and get an upgrade. But either way, I think it was just a good way for them to kind of clear some room for some of their younger guys. 
because uh, I forget who they drafted. They drafted a, a, a wing, some wings and stuff um, who, who are, I think, going to be decent. So, or, you know, got to at least give them a shot. Because at this point, once Kawhi's hurt, you're not really thinking title anymore. Not, not really. Not this one year. So. Yeah, that's true. I, I kind of see it. You know, I don't think, like I said, I, if they had Kawhi still and were like, yeah, we're about to win a title and we're bringing in Eric Bledsoe, then I'd be like, all right. Okay. That's <laughs> all right. But now that, you know, Kawhi's out, you're just kind of like, yeah, we got, let's like, let's just give some more room for the young guys to play. Like maybe we make the playoffs and Kawhi comes back and we can, you know, get, you know, I wouldn't say lucky, but, you know, just like get some momentum or whatever, whatever. But you can't really make title moves when your best player towards ACL. So, all right. No, that makes sense. We sh- we shall see how that's just interesting. I mean, I guess um, um, Al going back to the to Boston. It's a, it's, it's a lot of little low key. This is this has been a, the 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 big movement of the the mid mid level players this year. But um, outside, I guess the Lakers, you know, signings. But um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, the last thing I wanted to mention was uh, how awful David Griffin is at his job. I did want to highlight that one last time. I think I might have mentioned it before, but I, I want to bring it back up again. Uh, just, you know, just the idea that David Griffin traded. And I know people say Drew Holiday requested a trade, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but even still, you know, we can get into it. They traded for Eric Bledsoe, who was awful. And then George Hill, who's not, who also was awful. Basically, two bench players for Drew Holiday and a bunch of picks that mean nothing because the Bucks signed Giannis and re-signed Drew Holiday and are going to be good for the next three to five years. Like none of those picks that you got from them will be lottery picks. Um, so really, I don't even know what they traded Drew Holiday for, especially when you come back and a year or two years later or a year later, they say they want to go sign Kyle Lowry. They want to go sign a, a, a point guard. Um, you know, because Lonzo wasn't doing it for them. Um, you know, and I guess David Griffin went into this thinking that he had like 10 years to get it right because Zion was on his rookie contract and Ingram is super young and they had a really young team and they had all these picks from the Lakers. Uh, but, buddy, you know what I'm saying? Zion is like a top 25 player. I mean, you got to start winning right now. You know, this, this is not 2005 where you just have players locked in for, you know what I'm saying? Like, Zion might mess around and demand a trade as a rookie. And fuck around and hire clutch or some shit and try and get out of there because you because you're sitting on your ass trying to do a rebuild with fucking Zion Williamson on your team, like you know what I'm saying that doesn't even go into fucking signing Steve. You have Zion Williamson, you sign Stephen Adams and then extend Stephen Adams, well, and then you have to trade. Then you have to trade draft picks. You have to move back in the draft, trade draft picks or draft equity to flip Stephen Adams for Jonas Valanciunas. They don't, you know. They. I was gonna say. Well, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Well, you know, he he at least traded Stephen Adams. But. I mean, I guess, but they had to give up draft equity just to get Jonas Valanciunas, who to me doesn't fit next to Zion at all. So I don't know. I was, that, I, I mean, was going next point. A, I mean, you kind of traded Stephen Adams for his younger Stephen Adams. With that's what I'm saying. I mean, shot. you know, yeah, better hook shot, and you know, Jonas could try and shoot a three year once in a while. But like, well, with that being said, I I. Jonas is not a bad player, like, but like, no, he's he not. Really he just fit. doesn't fit. He doesn't yeah. fit next to Zion, especially on defense. Uh, but just in general, he doesn't. He doesn't really fit next to Zion at all. Who you're supposed to be building this whole team around? But that's the best move they could do to make up for the stupidity of signing Stephen Adams to begin with. Is my is my whole point there? Uh, so yeah, so I just wanted to highlight, you know, David Griffin 
I don't know where the idea even came from that he was this like elite GM. I mean, I guess because I mean, what he got he gets to get the right LeBron to to a ring. I mean, he didn't do anything. He just oh, hey, he hey, had LeBron. Hey, he had hey. LeBron and Kyrie. He didn't do anything. It took, well, it took people fifty years in Cleveland to get it right, and then and, and, uh, who was Danny Ferry? Did, didn't do it. So I mean, Jesus, but he I didn't. Do, he, didn't, he, didn't he didn't do shit. You know, he didn't, he didn't do anything. I'm starting to think I mean, he didn't I do think, anything either, but that's a I whole think other he, story. I think he did something, but I do understand what you're saying. Like, it, you know, how much did you really do or, you know. Yeah, like, especially uh, to get the reputation. Know. People were really talking like he was fucking, I don't know, like Masai Ujiri of the South when they when he signed with the Pelicans. Like, uh, or, you know, when he signed with the Pelicans and then did the AD trade and all this shit. People, you know, saying it's like, bro, y'all, you're not, you didn't do anything. And... You know, then let go of Lonzo, which I kind of understood because I don't think Lonzo fit that team either because I don't consider Lonzo a true point guard in the sense of him running your offense. I think he's kind of a low-key. I think Lonzo is like a super lit 3 and D player, not necessarily somebody who runs an offense because he can't get to the rim. He shoots less than two free throws per game. Um, and He just kind of dribbles around the perimeter the whole time. He's kind of like Ben Simmons who shoots spot-up threes and sometimes uh, – is when Ben Simmons is not being aggressive, but he's your point guard. Um, but yeah, and then signed Devontae Graham, and now Devontae Graham is your starting point guard. So just all bad all around. You know, I don't particularly like the Pelicans, so you know it's fine with me. You know, game they're going to be game one of the line, worst. Under two minutes to go. Who who takes who has the ball in their hands? Devontae Graham, Ingram, or 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 Zion. Sadly, I mean, it should be Zion, but between the, with those two guys next to him, I don't know. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> but it should be Zion, but they have Devontae Graham starting at point guard. Like, he's going to be running. Like, I guess, I don't know who's going to run the off. I guess Zion is going to be point Zion all year. I don't know. I Like, who's going to be, like, their, like, facilitate? Like, who's Nikhil's doing the leading? Walker, yeah, Kira, like, Kira Lewis. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. Josh like, Hart and Nikhil Xander Allen Walker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Alexander Walker. I don't know. But I just – it was such an easy situation to step into that he just blew. And so that's just – that was just my last rant on, on that. I, just had to get I mean, off you know, I just – I hate to be one I of just, those people, but it's just like – I just had to get off my chest. Yeah, I feel you. I just, I'm just now one of the, at the point where I'm just like – is is are certain franchises ever going to get together, like no matter who's there? I mean, you can't say that. If, it, it, even even the Cubs won a World Series. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm never one of those people like, oh, that team can't win. They're from this. It's like, bro, they have to get it together. Like, it takes talent, and, and you know. But like, then I'd be wondering, like, but are they though? Like, uh, I mean, like just, all, you know, especially take, in the NBA, times and others. Especially in the NBA, like the Cubs. You know, okay, you they won a World Series. It's still the Cubs, Chicago, whatever. Like, are the new? Are we really with the New New Orleans Pelicans? Like, do we expect them to ever get it? Really get it together? Like ever, uh, uh, I don't, I, but, you I don't know. You mean you would think once they got Zion, you would think. I well, we thought with that when they got Anthony Davis. Thought that when they had Chris Paul, <laughs> you know. What you, you say? Know, you know, it's like it's like the Timberwolves. You know, I mean, I guess they had some success with Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Garnett early, but then you had Kevin Love, then you had uh Cat. Now you have the Ant Man, and you know, it's like I don't know if anybody's <laughs> gonna gonna work it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and speaking of uh, Anthony Edwards, quickly becoming my, one of my favorite interviews. Oh yeah, no, he's already up there for sure. He's he's pretty great. Oh, he's yeah. he's pretty great. That that's that's a fact. But uh, Sid, I don't know. I think we covered everything. Most things. Uh, anything we don't cover, maybe we'll hit on your show. But 
Isaiah that's all Thomas I got. working out with the Lakers as well as Darren Collinson and Mike James. Not that that's breaking news or anything. I just I mean, that's the only thing we didn't cover. So, or one of the oh, well, small, small things. I'm, I'm glad we didn't cover that. Yeah, you know, hey, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, 81 points in in the Seattle Pro Am League. I think I think it was. I'm pretty yeah, sure and then Peyton Pritchard then. Then Peyton Pritchard went and dropped 90 in the same league. Well, like, you know, Swaggy P said, you know, what's up with that league? I have to have bad ballers because everybody's just dropping 81 left to right. That's what I'm saying. Like, up there. So, I, was, you know, I, I, I know. went up against some janitors. Hey, man, the pro league. I, okay, I will say this. Those pro-am leagues, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on in Seattle, so I can't speak on that. But dudes really – supposed be, to be good. Yeah, but dudes really be – just in general, I was watching somebody talking trash to uh, – to um Trey Young. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been it might have been um Yeah, I remember. What's his Young name? Get the shot over him. Yeah, it might have it wasn't the dude from California, was it? Uh I don't remember. It was like some D2 guy. That's all. I okay, remember. so it wasn't that uh, the dude from California um uh, his name. About Frank Nitty? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't uh, for one second no, it wasn't, maybe that was him. So anyway, it he was talking him. trash to him and I'm just like Y'all really be like, I get it. Like, you on the court, you got to talk your shit. If you drop a couple buckets, yeah, I'm, I'm talking a little smack. Dudes really be talking cash shit to these NBA. Oh, yeah, players. big shit. Like, oh, like yeah. number, like, first of all, bro, that dude is not playing at 70%. Like, he might, <laughs> he might be playing at 70%. Number two, like, he will really embarrass you. Like, you are playing your heart out plus 10%. And he's at, like, <laughs> maybe, I may, if you're the best player in the pro league, he may say, oh, I step it up to 80 like bro, you you it's it's just a certain line. You just it's just levels. Like it is just kind of like I, I'm not saying don't talk shit, don't talk no, talk a little smack. That dude was really talking cash shit. Oh yeah, to Trey Young. I mean, Trey Young was like, bro, who who are you? And I was like, <laughs> he was like, what league do you play in? Yeah, like what's what's your name? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like you would if if the Atlanta Hawks invited you to a workout, like you would. You'd be lucky to get on the team and just ride the bench, and anybody even know your name. And this this guy is the face of the franchise. Like, once again, like you, if you're gonna score, you, like you have to go out there with some swagger. Like I am who I am, and you're not gonna beat me tonight. You know, I don't have to be better than you any other day. I just gotta be better than you today. Like whatever. And I'm gonna talk some shit, but it's a level where I just gotta stop. Where it's just like the cameras on, bro. Like if you make this guy mad, he's going to drop you off. And a lot of people I've been seeing. <laughs> They get a little bit beside themselves. It was like, bro, this this dude will really fucking embarrass you. Like, I, once again, I'm not saying like back down to any means, but like, y'all need to ease it on like they they be talking shit like, like bro, what like like Trey Young said, like what league do you play in, bro? Like, <laughs> now if you're going up against Denzel Valentine, then maybe maybe I don't know. Like that's that's a little different. Like. That yeah, that's true. I'm gonna say we we have but, we have seen. Uh, yeah, but you have to really pick your battles, and you have to know who you're going up against, and know your that's level. That's true. Denzel Valentine and, is no Trey Young. That yeah, and true. that yeah, and that dude is no Frank Nitty. So I mean, like, uh, well, yeah, that's just, I just had to get because I thought that was very funny when I watched that, and, and you know, yeah, no, no, I was, especially because Trey Young did indeed drop him off twice. I I saw him drop him off about twice, and it was just like. Yeah. Well, that's it. Great way to end the in the uh, in the show. Appreciate you having or coming on. Um, you know, no promises when I'll make another one, but you know, in due time. Man, I don't know. Maybe uh, I get somebody else on here for football. I don't know. See how I feel. Some fantasy action. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you know how to get. I know, I know you're not as big in the football. 
yeah, you, know, yeah, maybe I'm just, not, you, you don't be you don't be tapped in the football the same way. Yeah, I don't. I know. I've, I've slowly. Hey, the Eagles on the Super Bowl. I, I figured I'd never have to watch that sport ever again again in my, in my life. But you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's That's going fair. on. I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm hearing some some Jalen Hurts buzz. Some good, some bad. So, yeah, won't be on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, all right, my guy. You got you got our leftovers. So, <laughs> I hope he's not on your fantasy oh, team. Anyway, I mean, you can say the same thing. The fucking head coach for the Eagles is the Colts offensive coordinator. So don't, so don't talk. <laughs> it's sad. I don't know who the head coach of the Eagles exactly. is right now. Exactly. Exactly. He's gone. We got no, him. he got fired. And then y'all signed the offensive coordinator last oh, year. Oh, we did Colts. fire Doug. Ah, oh, Doug was my yeah, guy. Yeah, Nick Sirianni. Yeah, I, I honestly, I wouldn't have known yeah, that. And, see, and that's why I'm getting somebody else on here. To talk about football. Hey. Oh my God. Be- All right.